Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast for pro plumbing and heating. Did you hear that? We got a text message yesterday from somebody. He was at a movie. And it must have been before the movie started, but the girl sitting next to him said, hey, can I have a couple of those Twizzlers? Like, they weren't together. It was just some stranger. So he gave her a couple of Twizzlers. Ugh, that's so weird. (laughs) Some people just have no boundaries. I would never ask that, and reverse, I would never say yes. But the guy said he just, he was so shocked, and he thought that it would just be awkward for the next two hours if he said no. That'd be weird. But then I got this, Garner and Bryce. A woman in an airport bathroom once asked me if she could use my lip balm because, quote, flying just dries her skin right out. At first, I laughed thinking that she was just joking around, you know, breaking the awkward tension between two strangers staring into the same airport bathroom mirror. But no, she was serious. I just gave it to her and politely told her she could keep it. She didn't say thank you. Instead, she looked at me and said, what, you think I have some sort of disease? Heather. Wow. wow. A turn. <laughs> Gross. So people are asking to borrow strangers' lip balm? Just go to a Hudson News and buy one. Yeah. For eleven fifty. Yeah, it's expensive, but that's on you for forgetting it. Oh. I just this would be an interesting social experiment, I think. Just walk through a mall and see what people will say yes to. You gonna finish that sub? Can I borrow your comb? I don't know what else you could ask. You can eat those fries? Yeah, hand them over. Can I have a sip of your Julius? Garner! Hello? I got a good boundary story for you. Yeah, we've all heard of Doctors Without Borders, but there's another organization operating out there called People, people Without, Without Boundaries. boundaries. I, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for People Without Boundaries. Oh, oh, do tell. That's a good tease right there. <clears throat> My grandmother was waiting in line at in Grand Beach, Manitoba, for a hot dog in the 30s sometime. And it was a really long line because the hot dogs were only a nickel back then. And uh, my grandfather, who was in the Navy at the time, was walking by uh, with some of his friends after just getting a hot dog. And my grandmother stepped out of line and asked him for a bite of his hot dog. That's not code for something else, is it? No, 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 it's not. And And that's how they met. They sealed the deal. They met over nitrates and sodium. They met over a nickel hot dog, yep. What do you think was in a hot dog back in the 30s? That I'm not too sure. I'm thinking it might have been better quality ingredients than what we have now, but... I guess so, yeah. Maybe. (laughs) Okay, what's your first name? Rob. What would you do, Rob? You're sitting there, maybe you go see the new Avengers movie this weekend and you're waiting for the movie to start and the person next to you leans over and they're like, Hey, can I have a couple of them Twizzlers? What would you say? It's a good question. I don't know if in the original caller's situation, if, was that, I mean, was it a cute girl who was maybe well, hitting on him? I don't know. Well, all I know is the guy that wrote the text, his name was Dave, and he said it was a girl that asked him for Twizzlers, and the guy she was with looked mortified. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, 
it's all they have nothing but big bags of Twizzlers at the theaters, right? Because they're what thirty dollars each. Yeah. Oh, so, I can spare know, a couple of Twizzlers. I don't mind. I just sort of feel like I would I would hand them over just because I wouldn't be able to deal with two hours of awkwardness if I denied her mm-hmm. Twizzlers. It'd be better. It'd be worse if somebody like reached over and you know grabbed a handful of your popcorn. Oh yeah, I'd be like, just take the whole thing. I'm done with it. Anyway, what's your story? People without boundaries. Some of these stories are spectacular. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Isn't bathroom body guy? Isn't he? Isn't that most certainly going to be some sort of peeping tom case? I yeah. I don't know. There's something so weird. How did he get in there though? Uh, you know, the, I'm, the the security at malls is pretty lax. Like anybody can walk into the into the back hallway where that kind of connects like all the food court. Yeah. But how does he together. get inside the wall? Like that's inside the wall. Yeah. That doesn't really make sense. Obviously, you know, he's probably not the smartest guy in the world. If that's how he ended up. Yeah. I, I, I guarantee you there's something nefarious at play here. You know, for sure. There's gotta be, yeah, okay. There's gotta be, but nah, anyway, Everybody's texting in now because it does seem like a episode of CSI, doesn't it? It like does. It's so, so perfect. This is my favorite one so far here. You ready? Yeah. This is from somebody named Blam. Blam. Looks like you're in for quite a mystery. Yeah! <laughs> uh, well yeah. played. Okay, have a good day. Thanks, Karen. You too, buddy. Garner? Uh, Scott, quickly here. Go ahead. Um, okay, so I have one for the uh, the body that was found. Okay, I want you to put your sunglasses on and then say the line. Okay, but you need a setup from the supporting character. Okay, am I playing the role of the supporting character? Yes, and your setup is, man, this guy was dealt a bad hand. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Man, this guy was dealt a bad hand. It seems it was a royal flush. Nicely done. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I like it. Everybody's really using their head this morning, aren't they? Yeah. So many text messages. Does everybody who listens to this show also write the opening from CSI? Like, is that what you do as your part-time job? Yeah, there's some really good ones. Okay. Garner! We started talking about, you know how there's uh, Doctors Without Borders? There's another organization operating out there, too, called People Without Boundaries. You know, like the we had the text message yesterday from Dave who said he was at a movie. And I assume this is before the movie started, but he said the woman sitting right next to him leans over and goes, uh, Hey, can I have a couple of your Twizzlers? Which is odd. He gave her a couple because... I would do the same thing because I wouldn't want to sit in a swirling cesspool of awkwardness now for the next two hours right beside the person you denied Twizzlers to. So that's how we got onto this topic of people that don't quite understand personal boundaries. Listen to this one. Garner, one hot afternoon I was sitting on my front step talking to my neighbor when a complete stranger came up to me and asked if he could use my bathroom. I said no. But he was a pretty big guy, and he just walked right past me into my house and said, these things can't be helped. He was in there 20 minutes, and I was freaking out. So I called my brother-in-law, who came over. The man eventually came out of the bathroom and fell down my stairs. 
like flipped, fell on his back and went head first down my stairs. His leg bent back, and before our brains could process this, it flew off. He had a prosthetic leg. We had no idea. That was the most insane few seconds of my life. His name was Amin. It happened June 21st, so every June 21st, my brother-in-law and I celebrate Amin Day. That's from Kalinda. Uh, bizarre. I can imagine, like, if a little kid came to your door and said, can I use your bathroom? It'd be weird. But you'd probably say, yeah, but I don't know if I'd be letting somebody in. Well, I guess Kalinda didn't let the person in. He just said, you know what? I'm going in. What's your story? Uh, we got one here about a gingerbread house. Oh, that looks good. We'll get to that shortly here. People without boundaries. The Garner Andrew Show podcast. podcast. Garner, I'm calling about your um, no boundaries. Mmm, people without boundaries. Yeah. So I live right across the street from from a school in a park, and quite often I have parents asking if the children can come in and use my bathroom. I've, I've been in my place for about nine years. So, I mean, I guess it's not too bad, but you must think I have a friendly-looking house. Yeah. Uh, like, I quite often have kids come in and use my, my bathroom. I, I bet you this time of year, anywhere close to a soccer field where there's Timbit soccer. Yeah. There's been the odd time where there's also a baseball field where and, like, tennis courts. So when there's tournaments going on, there's actually been guys coming to my door looking in, in a lot of distress. So you know what know what they're needing. So I send them to the downstairs bathroom. Oh, you actually let these people in? Ah, uh, hell yeah. You know, I, I, live, uh, I live in a really community-oriented area. I, I just live just off of White Ave, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, I just don't want you to get all murdered. That would okay. be that would well that would be bad for my ratings. So maybe okay, that's Horatio. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm thinking of this for selfish reasons, but anyway, you be there careful, you okay, fake Samantha? I will. Okay. Have a great day. Okay, bye. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast! Podcast! Hello! Hello! Dean here. I may, I may be able to shed some light on your body in the wall in the mall. Oh, okay, sure. So I had a store in West Edmonton Mall in the 90s, and if we popped out our drop ceiling tile, we could see this immense, immense, open, dark, scary space. You, you could go, I don't know, hundreds of meters or kilometers and get wherever you wanted on top of the stores. By just crawling along in the rafters above the drop ceiling. Yes, and perhaps somebody had a little way to get to a bathroom wall and, you know, do whatever they were doing. and uh, Or maybe it was their first time and they dropped in and got stuck. Yeah. I have a feeling that uh, whoever this person was, I'm thinking that maybe they were up to no good. I, I agree. <laughs> so anyway, let's go back to the fact you used to have a store in West Edmonton Mall in the 90s? Yeah. Okay. For once and for all, are there tunnels and people living underneath West Edmonton Mall? Well, I, I had heard those rumors, and um, there's all sorts of tunnels behind the stores, like the, hall, the service hallways, and you know, I can speak for the second floor people that there was a... 
There was enough room above the stores to house thousands of people. Do you think people are living in the rafters in there? There's a lot of room. <laughs> it, you could probably go a long time without being spotted, hey? Oh, yeah. There, there wouldn't be any cameras up there or anything. And if you found a way in and you were discreet, I don't think they'd ever find you. Build yourself a little nest up there. Oh, my God. I could sleep so well up there, I think. <laughs> I don't know what you'd be sharing the space with, though. Well, uh, well, thank you for this. It's been a pleasure to speculate with you. No problem. I love the show, man. Garner! Hello. I was uh, listening to that last guy talk about the ceiling space above West Edge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, when the Eatons and Southgate turned into a Sears, I was uh, working there, and there's a secret third floor of that place that has, like, uh, dome, ceiling, drywalls, and everything, but you can't get to it unless you crawl into the ceiling space of the second floor. Like, it's not a Sears anymore. I don't know what it's going to turn into now, but I'll bet you that weird little third-story room is still in there. So, if but the only way to get... It's all sealed off, right? It's all sealed off. But if you went uh, in there, it would be like just a, an open room with a domed... Like, you'd have a nice view of the sky. Yeah. The kind of place where in a movie, the troubled loner, he can't let anyone get close to him, but he finally lets his guard down and he takes the girl that he's finally learned to trust. He takes her there and he says, this is where I come to think. That's the kind of space you've just described. And I love these stories of secret spaces. Now I just want to go there. If I, if I was on hard times, I would totally live up there. <laughs> yeah. Good luck getting in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks for this. Keep it coming. 423-1029. 780-423-1029. You can text the show, too, at 10029. Um, that call we had on 15, maybe 15 minutes ago, the guy that said that there's a lot of wide open space above the rafters in West Edmonton Mall, I asked that guy, because he used to have a store in there, I asked that guy, is it true? Are there really tunnels and people living underneath the mall? And uh, he did not confirm that, but there's been a bunch of text messages from people who say, yeah, my friend has totally been down. The but surprisingly enough, nobody has pictures. Hmm. Garner. I just, just heard you talking about West Ed and the tunnels there. Yeah. Uh, Are there really I, tunnels underneath West Edmonton Mall? I worked there for two years. I wasn't, there is a tunnel, but it's basically used as transportation of goods back and forth to yeah. machine rooms and mechanical type rooms. <laughs> I love how it's sort of, <laughs> there's just this urban myth that there are people, there's, there's runaway teens living underneath the mall. There's a secret society. It's a lawless society. It, it seems like that when you're down there, but uh -huh. us, like minus the teen part, I guess. A mutant overlord, henchman, everything's lit by torches. For some reason, there's always water dripping. Yeah, no, it's a very long, long tunnel. It goes from the, I think, the west side of the water park all the way down to about phase two. Well, yeah, they would have to have a way of moving machinery around in there. And just like you said, moving stock. Otherwise, the the mall itself would just be a sea of cardboard boxes. It is down there. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to give your first name or not? Are you? Do they make you take a, a West Edmonton Mall oath? Are you sworn to secrecy? I don't work there anymore, so my name's Brett. Okay, well, good luck, Brett. I mean, Godspeed, Brett. I hope.
hope they're not listening. This music, by the way, this is Blade Runner. And this, listen, I have a PhD in mapping. This right here, this is actually, I found this on YouTube a long time ago. And it's just a link. It's three hours of this music with rain in the background. You put some headphones on and you just lay there. Oh my God, it'll be the best nap you ever had. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner. Your pal Garn. 2.30 this morning. Rolled out of bed, 2.30. Just couldn't sleep. I hung around the house for a while. And then I started, you know... I imagine this is what retirement is, is you wake up really early in the morning and then you just try and find stuff that needs to be done. So it's like I went and got gas in my vehicle. It didn't really need gas, but I topped her up. Topped her up. And I got a car wash. But I did that... There's this, um, there's an Esso station not far from my house, and it's one of those Esso stations that has the Tim Hortons drive through on the back of it. So I'm on one side of the building. I'm on the gas pump side of the building, just minding my own business, filling up my vehicle with gas. And from the other side of the building, I can hear the person on the drive through speaker talking to somebody in a truck. And I can hear the conversation, I can hear it clear as day. And I know that's not a huge deal or anything, but where this drive-through is, is right underneath the balconies of probably 60 condos. How is anyone getting any sleep over there when you have to listen? I'm going to do a little dramatization here. I will be playing both the roles of the guy in the truck in the drive-through and the drive-through attendant. So try and follow along. But this is sort of how the conversation was going right here. Okay, that's two large double-doubles, three hash browns, a breakfast sandwich, breakfast wrap. Oh, okay, let me crack that. Two large double-doubles, three hash browns, Uh a breakfast wrap. Two breakfast wraps. Ah, sorry. Yeah. Two large double-doubles. And anyway, it just, it went on and on (laughs) forever. And it's not like these people... We're living quietly and peacefully in the country, and all of a sudden they put a drive-thru right underneath their balconies. That drive-thru has been there for years. Who buys condos that overlook a drive-thru? And you have to... That was at like 3.30 in the morning I was listening to that. How did anyone get any sleep last night? The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. It was Angela's turn to take a shot at the Sonic Rock door today. We opened the door, slammed the door, and Angela guessed Justin Timberlake with Anna Kendrick, True Colors. No, that is not the song behind the Sonic Rock door. Tomorrow morning at 8.20, it's worth $482. Come and get it. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock door jackpot. Garner! I just got this text. Garner, I think if that drive through speaker really was a problem, the residents of that building could go talk to the manager and get them to turn it down. Okay, sure. But the condos I'm talking about, I think they're like 60 feet from the drive through speaker. There's a great big wall of condos, probably 60 of them, overlooking this drive through. They'd still be able to hear it. When I was filling up with gas on my way to work this morning, I could hear the entire conversation, and it was on the other side of the building. 
The drive-thru was on the other side of the building from where I was standing. And not only could I hear the guy talking out the window of his truck, I could hear the drive-thru speaker. I could hear both ends of it. Anyway, I don't have a beef with this truck. I just, my thing is, is that who buys those places? Like, are they $6? Can you buy a condo for 6 bucks? Is that why they're selling? Maybe. Still don't know if I could live there for six bucks, though. Hell of a racket. I tell you. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say about your thoughts on the whole living underneath of a drive-thru outfit. Well, yeah, that the, the Tim Hortons drive-thru in the Esso station not far from my house, It there are probably 60 condominium balconies looking right down on that drive-thru, and they must hear that all night long. Yeah, that would be a... That would be the problem. See, my brother and his wife, they lived in a ho- apartment in Edmonton, and it overlooked one of them, like, used car-, car dealership places. Yeah, yeah. And they said they could hear the PA system all day long. They knew everybody that worked there. Yeah, and- they knew when Clarence was on shift and when he was off shift. They knew that he was off Wednesday and Thursday. They probably even knew when Darcy was getting fired. Oh, yes, for yeah. sure. They they even got PA system to call people to make coffee, and it was all just unreal. They said it was so bad that they actually moved. Well, like I said, though, at least, the, I mean, it would be bad all day long, but at least a car dealership closes at 9 o'clock at night. A drive through is open 24-7. You would never, oh. ever stop hearing that. Yeah, that would get old really quick. Yeah. At least the car dealership, too, might be interesting because you'd be able to decode some of those PA announcements, like uh, Darcy to the general manager's office and bring one of those file folder boxes that looks like wood, but it's not really wood. It's cardboard disguised as wood. Uh, bring your executive decision maker. You might also want to bring uh, the pictures of your family and your dog that you keep on the credenza behind your desk. Bring that too. Uh, your swell water bottle, you should probably bring that bring all of that stuff immediately to the general manager's office. Thank you. It'd be exciting, actually. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! Hi, um, my, my name's Dean. I worked at West Ed in the maintenance department for nine years, and there's no tunnels, really, and there's definitely nobody living there. There's not, like, a secret society down there, like I was saying, with a dark overlord and henchmen and everything lit by torches and just water dripping. This music playing in the background 24-7. The Blade Runner music. No. No, it's, it's all a mess. That's actually wildly disappointing. Yeah, there you go. Huh. Uh, somebody just texted and said, Hey, Garner, you want to talk about tunnels? Back in 2005, I was working for an outfit that did lots of hospital renovations, and before they put up that new building between the U of A and the Cross Cancer, my boss and I discovered a service tunnel that ran from the Cross Cancer Institute to the U of A. Okay, what did you see down there? Somebody said... Uh, don't the Ninja Turtles live under the mall? I don't know. I think maybe they moved. I don't know where the Ninja Turtles are living these days. Perhaps you know. Garner? Uh, a few text messages. We're talking about, would you take the day off for work today because there's a grand opening of a mall? Would you do that? Apparently people do that. 
because I guess there are hundreds and hundreds of people in line already at that new outlet mall just south of the city. Uh, this one says, I'm a teacher. I was going to call in sick today to go to that outlet mall, but I didn't have the courage this morning. Plus, I don't want to let the kids down. What about the children? What about the children? Uh, Justin says, I always take May the 4th off for Star Wars Day every single year. Really, Justin? Even if it's on like a Tuesday? I mean, May 4th, is it's fine this year because it's actually a Friday. It's this coming Friday. But would you take it off if it was a Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, listen to this one. Garn, I took a day off work this past February to drive to Edmonton from Grand Prairie to pick my fiance up from the airport, except she did not show up. As it turns out, she met a guy while she was on her bachelorette party slash girls trip to Phoenix and decided to stay for a couple extra days. A text or a call the night before to tell me she wasn't coming back would have been appreciated. I was almost all the way back to Grand Prairie when she called me in tears, begging me to forgive her and take her back she also asked me if I would be there to pick her up the next day when she came home. I said yes. This time, I didn't show up, and she had to bus back to Grand Prairie. I probably don't need to tell you that we're no longer getting married. That is for Mike. Okay, Mike, thank you. Garner. A lot of people are saying that they're taking the day off for the royal wedding. Apparently, it is a big deal. It's on a Saturday, too, and on the long weekend. Because people work weekends, too. This is Alberta. I think everybody works seven days a week here, right? Uh, somebody said, I take a day off every year at daylight savings so I'm not a zombie on Monday. Is it that bad? I don't feel the effects of the time change as much as other people claim to feel it. Uh, this one right here, I love this one. Hey Garner, Nicole here. Back in the dark ages, when I was in grade eight, my sister, who was in university at the time, we skipped our afternoon classes to watch Bo and Hope's wedding on Days of Our Lives. Our stories were so important to us that we needed to watch it as it aired rather than setting the timer to record it on our VCR. Yeah, I'm that old. <laughs> uh, I love that one. People don't get that invested in their stories anymore, do they? Because the PVR, Sean Demand, or... It's always got your back. There's always a backup. But back in the day, you either watched it or you didn't. And if your VCR, if your VHS tape ran out, you never got to see the cliffhanger. Do people still watch the stories? Are you watching the stories? Days of Our Lives. What else is still? No. Young and Restless, is that still on? School me, please. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Podcast. Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Wednesday, May 2nd, and this is the hot scoop. Whatever it takes. Imagine Dragons are not just a band, they're businessmen who do business things. Case in point, they now have a stake in a competitive gaming company. Members of the band bought into an esport company and an esport team. They hope to see esports grow, especially in Las Vegas, so much so that they now actually have money on the line. Sonic. This is really cool, as Brad Wilk, drummer from Rage Against the Machine, nearly had a different job. He says back in 1991, he auditioned to be the drummer for Pearl Jam. It was just before 10 came out, so Wilk tried out 
and says he didn't quite have enough chemistry with the band, so they went with someone else. Worked out for him, though. Rage Against the Machine, yeah, they did okay. And Death Cab for Cutie have teased a new album. They released a short video that says a new album is going to be coming out in August. We don't know a whole lot about it, but it will be their first record in about three years. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast! Podcast! Talking about that one time you took a day off work for kind of a strange or perhaps even lame reason. I don't know. Um, There's been so many texts. A lot of people... A lot of people, more people than you probably know, watch soap operas. I don't think they're called soap operas anymore. And we got onto this topic because we got a text from somebody who said that she once took a day off to stay home and watch some wedding that was going on on one of the soap operas. This was back before your PVR had your back. You had a VCR, sure. But for some reason, every 10 days, it just would fail to record because it was impossible to set the timer on those things. Now it's just one button. You punks today. You know nothing about the hardship of trying to watch a TV show back in the day. Uh, you there. Go ahead, Sonic. Stupid reasons to take off work. Okay. Uh, video game expansion. Me and a bunch of friends all in our 40s all took the day off work one day because uh, a new video game expansion was coming out that morning so we could all play together. Mm. What was the game? Destiny. Do you regret it? Yeah, because you know what? I guess a lot of people had the same idea because the PlayStation servers crashed and nobody got to play anything. So you and your 40-something friends, you all had to sit around and actually make conversation? No, we actually just played the old Destiny like a bunch of dum-dums. Okay, thank you. Uh, Speaking of uh, video games, hey, Garner, I once called in sick so that I could line up to buy a video game that was being released. A TV station was there interviewing the people in the line. They never talked to me, but I was clearly visible in the news story that night on TV. My boss texted me and said, hope you're enjoying your new video game. Let's talk when you get in in the morning. He was pretty cool and didn't fire me, but he did make me take the day off out of my vacation time instead of a sick day. He was a pretty cool dude, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more. Hey, I'm Garner. This podcast was brought to you by Pro Plumbing and Heating, Edmonton's most trusted plumbing company. Trust them with your plumbing, but not your taxes.